this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. It's currently June 15th. That's right, the Ides of June. Not exactly as important as the Ides of March was to a certain Julius Caesar, but that's not really the scope of this show. In fact, I don't even know that this show actually has a scope worth knowing about, and that's the way we like it. I am happy to report uh, my uh, cold situation has improved. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I almost died from a cold this weekend because that's all that's really left for me to do medically at this point. It was just a brilliant cold, and I'm using brilliant the way Ron Weasley used to use brilliant because... That was definitely the weaseliest way you could use the word brilliant, and that's exactly how I meant it. It all went down thusly. So, does everybody remember when uh, Armageddon hit the Northeast last week? Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's funny talking to people like outside the, the tri-state area, and they're like, was it really that bad? It's like, yo, man, I couldn't see this. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I think the funniest thing to kind of come out of that, and like, I don't know if you were seeing it on the internet, but it was certainly funny to me, uh, was the hazy shade of New York City and then just a slight silhouette of Godzilla attacking the Empire State Building, which I thought was the best part of everything that went down, to be perfectly honest. I thought it was great. So so basically what had happened is that last Tuesday, so roughly, I know everyone's super interested in DJ's, oh wait, it's time for DJ's Medical Minute. <laughs> So yeah, so it was like last Tuesday, and uh, you know the forest fires were going on in Canada for like a while. Like you know, it just didn't start like on Wednesday, and poof, we got the smoke. Right, it took a little while. So there was definitely some particulates in the air, and I remember leaving band practice on Tuesday, and I was struggling. Um, I was struggling to sing. Like I usually don't tap out that quickly. I think I said that last week on the show. Um, I usually don't tap out that quickly, and it just it just felt like there was like a little little tinge, a little something affecting my voice. Uh, but I just I, I chalked it up to the uh, air particles, which seemed reasonable given the following day and it basically was being pitch black by four in the afternoon because of the smoke. And then went to practice on Thursday and kind of had the same problem, which was kind of understandable. The smoke had broken, but yeah. So I had this little tickle in the back of my throat and uh, just went about my business. Like Friday was fine, Saturday was fine, nothing had really changed. In fact, Saturday was actually really good. Uh, Charlotte and I actually got to go out to watch the finals of the Long Island Cup. It's the Long Island Junior Soccer Championship. Uh, Spoiler alert, the team that knocked us out this year ended up winning the whole thing, which was awesome, and I felt a little bit more justified. Uh, For those of you that don't remember, my beloved Hurricanes won that exact same uh, championship last year, exactly, I'd say... A year and four days ago, uh, I have the cup sitting somewhere in my office. Um, 
But it was cool to go see. It happens to be at a soccer park that's actually closer to us than any other soccer park. So Charlotte and I decided to head on up there. And I got to tell you, and I might talk about it later, but I really got to tell you, there is nothing like watching a game that you have absolutely no skin in. It is so much fun, especially when the parents start getting mad and you realize that you just don't care at all. It's Because then you can just sit there and instigate. Be like, yeah, bad call, ref. Good call, ref. Bad. Good, bad call, ref. And we were just having all kinds of fun. Especially when one of the Belmore parents got ejected out of the game and the coach got carded for it. Ah! <laughs> there really is a whole other thing going on in the parents' island. But my point is, I was outside and I was just like soaking in the rays. It was beautiful, breezy and all that other stuff. Wasn't having any problems with um, any of the forest fire-related incidents that people have been reporting. Uh, And then Sunday morning, without any warning, it rhymes, morning and warning. Sunday morning, without any warning, I woke up with the most unbelievable cold. I mean, like, cold again, for sure. Uh, Complete right side of my face was completely running and stuff like that. And I realized the video image is flipped, so just use your... Suspend some disbelief. And just trust me when I say that this side of my face was completely running just awful, awful. And I felt terrible. Terrible to the point where I really couldn't do all but just sit there and sweat and sneeze and blow my nose for like the entire day. I did absolutely nothing, which sucked and threw me way behind considering how much other stuff I have to do. And those of you who know me personally or listen to me constantly complain on the box know that I've been dealing with like malady after malady after malady. And you can kind of see like why things happen. Like there's certain stresses and stress on the body that wears down your immune system so somebody would normally be fine with you know coming into contact with the common cold would just shuck, you know shake it off like uh, you know a little Taylor Swift but like I just don't seem to have the ability to shake these things off anymore while I'm in this sort of immunocompromised and I mean that metaphorically not medically state and it just you know and, and also like all the appointments that I'm going to doctors and, and labs and stuff like that like a lot of healthy people don't hang out in those places, so who knows what I'm coming in contact with. And of course, my immune system is just, just getting its ass kicked. It's unfortunate, so like I just took a super beating. Uh, Monday, I was happy uh, to announce that my right side of my face was fine. It had moved completely over to the left side of my face, and I could barely function. I had to go to work because I... I my boss had been out the week before, my direct boss, and I knew she was coming back, and I knew there was going to be, like, issues to deal with and, and, like, some sort of handover and stuff. Like, there was no way I could call out, so I didn't. And then I just, it was just a, such a struggle, and I c- could not wait to get back on the couch, watch a little Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and just, like, you know, just chill. I mean, I was chugging DayQuil at this point, and I realized... Most of you know that Dayquil doesn't do anything, but I was hoping for like the placebo effect of it. I'd already tried Tylenol Sinus. I was loaded with your normal uh, supplements and stuff like that, zinc and C and all that other stuff. So I was really just trying to wait it out. But then I finally woke up on Tuesday, and what I had was, I like to refer to it as a nasal detente, to if I could just quote the French for a minute. And basically everything in my face had solidified. Right, and everything in my head it was solid. Now I couldn't breathe, but it was better than literally having the snot tap just running constantly. And if that's too gross a visualization, then you are listening to the wrong show. So it was all stuffed up, and it just wouldn't relieve. Like I couldn't breathe through my nose. I could barely breathe through my mouth. At this at this weight, I'm basically huffing and puffing all the time anyway. So it was just a big disaster. And then I had to go to rehearsal because. 
Tony can't make rehearsal tonight, and I needed another good full band practice before the show on Friday. So I went to rehearsal. I was able to get out kind of early, so that was fine. So I was asleep in the early 12s, which was, you know, awesome for me for, you know, a rehearsal night and stuff like that. So that worked out really, really well. And then yesterday, kind of the same deal, but a little bit better. But I had no voice yesterday at all. And I was like, uh-oh, that's going to be a problem because I don't know what you know about singing, but, like, you need a voice to do that. But I'm happy to report that today I am not better. You can hear all that. I'm sure that's really good for radio. And you can hear my voice is very gravelly. Now, that sounds great, and people have uh, commented on how well I actually sing when my voice is in this state, and that might be true for fans of, like, Melissa Etheridge and Rod Stewart. But I will tell you, it limits my ability to do the job, and the fact that we're closing tomorrow night means that I'm probably going to have to avoid every single possible conversation that I can before I go on stage and then be able to sing our 40-minute set with any sort of hope of getting through it without sounding ridiculous. So, what's the point? I don't know what the point is. And that's okay, because I don't need to have a point here on the top 20 or the Hard Rock Lunchbox or basically anything I ever do. But I will tell you, if I talk really a very little amount tomorrow night, I swear on all it's holy, it is absolutely nothing personal. I'm trying to save my voice for this show. Normally, I wouldn't care so much, but the fact that we are down to like six shows a year, it's not that I got to make every single one of them count, but I am trying to do my very best because it's going to be two and a half months, two months, June, July, August, two months until you get even a chance to see Rebel 9 again and then another two months after that at this point. So, like, I would rather you walk away from a Rebel 9 show thinking that, yep, they still kind of got it, as opposed to being like, man, they were awful. So that's what I'm going to be trying doing. Thank you for asking. Let's get on the housekeeping, shall we? There is a brand new, uh, brand new Top 20 video out today on StrangerHood TV. I would personally request, if you haven't already, please view it, like it, and subscribe to the channel. We definitely could use more uh, subscriptions on the channel, I think. I'm not entirely sure what we're shooting for anymore. Uh, definitely seeming more like a passion project, but we're all trying to grow this station. I just can't seem to do it. I think it probably has a lot to do with the fact that, like, uh, neither myself nor anybody on Bacon is My Podcast is a hot young chick, and I think that that is the way you do that sort of thing, unless you're extremely, extremely funny, uh, which we aren't either, unfortunately. So that's too bad. Uh, but this, I talk about how excruciating T-Ball is, and I talk about how um, I'd really like you to be a good person uh, all the time, uh, free Slurpee Day. Uh, the only day retirees leaving Florida, Mr. Beery's show, medical maladies, and more. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, on Bacon is my podcast, Hunter returns this past Monday for the full interview. Um, discussions and drinks was last night. They talked about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Tater. Tater. I would watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tater trailer. Teenage Mutant Ninja trailer. Uh, nope. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer. I didn't say I wasn't taking any cold medicine. And then they got Luke from Happy Days with seven uh, questions for tomorrow, so be sure and check that out. There's a guitar solo discussion and playthrough uh, on Ashes. I believe that's our very own Frank Jr., so go ahead and check that out. Um, what else is there? Nothing? Okay. I'm probably going to keep it short today, because, first of all, I don't really have all that much to talk about, although I... 
I definitely have a lot to talk about, uh, especially regarding that soccer game and just parents' behavior and people's behavior in general. But, like, I really, as dumb as this sounds, I'm really trying everything I can do to save, save my voice. I have rehearsal tonight. I probably won't sing it. We'll probably just play it musically and then pack up. But, uh, you know, it's not... It's... It's not that in the old days I didn't care. Um, it's it's sort of like in the old days I couldn't care. I just I didn't, and I don't I don't really I can't really care now either, right? Like I just I have a show to do right now. I have a rehearsal to do, to do tonight. I have all day tomorrow to get through, and I have a show tomorrow night that I have to say. I'll be on stage around eleven thirty, so it's going to be a long day. And. I, I want to be able to sing. I want to be able to sing properly. I want to be able to sing well enough to get some stuff across. I've got a couple of new songs in the set. Uh, we've got a new song. Actually, we've got an old song that we've rewritten. It's an old song called End Us All. And uh, it's like, I don't know, probably like a couple years old. And um, it never sat well with me. And then we must have gone through a few, maybe a half a dozen changes in it. And I just... I just never liked it, and now I've really gotten to the point where I think I think we're there. It needs a couple. Of, it needs some work on backing vocals, which I'm, I'm working uh, with Tony on, um, and I can kind of start to hear the production level of nonsense that's going to be going on in the choruses. But I really think I really think it's there, and it's got a really dope ass bridge, which was just sort of an accident uh, that I really really like. In fact, right now it's my favorite part of the song, which is funny. So, but that's the way it works. So, uh, end us all is going to be in the set tomorrow night and I'm really I want to get a reaction from people from the show like sometimes we play songs and it's like I don't get a good reaction I'm like okay back to the drawing board on that we actually had gone through that with Central Park West several times when it was uh, back when it was called uh, of Hope and Faith like we had played it a couple times and nobody really reacted well it's not that they didn't react well to it like we don't throw up garbage but like nobody was like wow it's a good song like and I don't need, like, my ass kissed. Like, I want an honest-to-God opinion. Like, when we did like when we did Aaliyah for the first time, people were like, holy shit, that's a good song. Like, that's and when we did Run Through Me. Like, that, oh, that's a good song. Like, I really like that new one. And I remember even talking to Jimmy about uh, Run Through Me. He's like, yeah, you should definitely do this and this. Like, you know, when somebody is coming up to you, it's like, not only do I hear, like, that's a good song, but also, like, you should, you know, do these things. Like, they've given it some thought. Like, if the song is complete garbage, you don't get that kind of response. So it's not like I'm fishing for compliments because I'm not. What I'm fishing for is kind of like reaction and an honest like thinking on stuff. So on a song like End This All, like I really want to see what people have to say on it when we play it kind of in real time because with so few shows, like I've been saying, like with so few shows, I don't have the opportunity to play a lot of these songs before we like head back in. Now we're done recording our material. It's in the mix phase, the, the last four songs, but we're looking to probably in the probably in the winter at this point do another three songs and honestly i need to know what three songs i think are the ones that are gonna be what we advance i mean at the end of the day like we all sit we kind of agree but a lot of my opinion is filtered by or it, a lot of my opinion is formed by what the audience says right like you know i talk to like when we talk about like 
when we're doing songs, like when we're doing songs around the island and we're like we're playing for like our true hardcore fans that know every song, like we can kind of just do what we're going to do tomorrow night. And that's like we can play some new songs and we can play some older songs because that's what everyone wants to hear. But when we go away, I kind of need to look at Apple Music and Spotify to see what the nation at large is liking. So we have to play Keep You Near every single time we play away because more often than not, that's the song people are going to know. Same with kind of San Jose, even though the numbers don't really show it. I know that that's a song that people know because we've been touring for 12 years playing that song. So people know that song. So uh, that's kind of important. But I do like to get the feedback. And more importantly, tomorrow night, we're playing an absolutely brand new song. Uh, it's called Nothing At All. And it's a quite a departure. In fact, I wasn't even sure that the band was going to play this song or let alone want to play this song. Now, for whatever reason, Noodle thought it sounded like Old Guns N' Roses to him. It doesn't to me, but to him it does. And he is just 100% in because he loves that kind of stuff. And that really kind of was a game changer. And then Tony and Kaz also liked the song. Now, I didn't, I did not expect that at all. This is a very pop punk song. Uh, which is kind of my wheelhouse and something that I bring to Rebel 9, but very rarely play in Rebel 9. Like, you just see sort of shades of it and stuff like that. But they that's not something that my band listens to. I'm the only one in the band that, you know, actually listens to, like, pop-punk stuff. Like, I'm the only one listening to, like, A Day to Remember, you know, bands like that. Um, but they liked it. And I was actually all ready to release it on my own as, a, as like, a solo single because I thought, like, you know, it's a good song and it just doesn't fit and that's fine. And I didn't even think readily of another band that can kind of do it. Like, it could probably be something that maybe, like, Roderick could have done. Maybe. Um, Scare 20 probably could have done it. But, like, you know, as tight as I am with Jake, like, I'm not tight at all with Scare 20. So I wouldn't even know who to ask. So, but, like, I would just do it on my own. Um, but uh, So I was all prepared to do that. But the band really liked it. And now it's in the set. So I really need to see what everybody thinks of it. Because, again, it's not it's not really what I would call, like, typical Rebel 9, so I just don't know. Now, I do know enough uh, that our fans tend to be fans of that. Like, I feel like a lot of our fans would be very comfortable and very at home and like Warped Horror, so I think this might be right up their alley. In fact, this might even be one of their favorite songs, which again, elevates the reason for me wanting to play that song. So, tomorrow night, that's why I kind of want to do a good job. Um, you know, the rest of the songs are kind of a mix. Uh, we, we actually dropped some songs from the set tomorrow night that people were probably would probably be expecting but we only dropped them in favor of doing it uh, doing them at the warehouse in august where i think they'll be better it'll be a better place to do such a thing so um when you don't hear the song that you really like just know that it's probably coming uh in august and we're trying to split some stuff up so that's that but that's why i kind of want to take it easy on my voice and i realized i just spent five minutes talking for no reason about taking things easy on my voice and that's about as stupid is as stupid does am i right now the one thing i did bring and i thought it was going to be quick and i just wanted to just run this by everybody so um no slam at starbucks at all uh i love starbucks uh grateful for all the people uh, that have come in and out of this show that work at Starbucks, uh, but I've been shopping at Gregory's lately, and it's strictly proximity. Like, it is a straight line, a straight line, like I walk, I think it's six minutes, a six-minute walk due west, and I will run into uh, my, my local Gregory's. They opened up a new one right here, and that's fine. 
uh, I, I'm on their mailing list, so they send me stuff, and they send me coupons and the app and all of that. I do not go out to get coffee all that often. I just don't. In fact, for the summer, I'm trying to reduce my amount of coffee. That's that's. Funny. But they do send me their their flyers, and I will admit I am a sucker for nitro cold brew. I just I like the foaminess of it. It feels like feels like I'm drinking a Guinness, but in the morning. And not that you can't do that. I mean, obviously, if you're Irish, it's it's like. And I don't mean to slam the Irish. I got like at least a sixteenth in me. And what's his name? Uh, um. Where was I? So it's like the Guinness of coffee, which I really like. And I enjoy it. Like, yeah, I'm a sucker for bubbles, I guess. Assuming. Uh, but I've noticed over the years that they keep messing with my beloved Nitro Cold Brew. I mean, Cold Brew is okay. The Nitro Cold Brew is awesome. I like that. But they keep, like, adding stuff to it. And this week, I got the flyer. Um... And it's about the Nitro Buzz from Gregory's. And this is not a paid commercial. I mean, Gregory's is not a sponsor. You can sponsor the Hard Rock Lunchbox if you want to. HardRockLunchbox at gmail.com, and we will talk it over, Mr. Gregory. Um, but it basically says, uh, we checked out the summer menu. We've added five new items. So check out our Nitro Buzz, a new take on our classic nit- Nitro Brew. There's nothing wrong with the classic Nitro Brew, and I'm not trying to sound like an old man here. I'm just telling you how it is. Our classic cold brew, infused with nitrogen, sounds good, combined with oat milk and maple syrup. A smooth and tasty redefinition. Now, I don't know where you stand on your coffee, but I stand on my coffee like I stand on my tequila and my whiskey. Under no circumstances... Should any of those things taste delicious? These these are medicines. Medicines of a sort. And as soon as you make medicine taste good, like Cherry NyQuil, is when you get the kids involved. And we don't need the kids involved. And now that we are approaching 50% of Americans being overweight don't think we need to sweeten up stuff that God never intended to be sweet in the first place. So, uh, I feel like my, my applause button is agreeing with me. So, I offer to you, let's keep the addictions not tasty. And so, those of us that truly need them, the true, the true addicts, can get them when they need them. Which is always. And I say to you, Posers of America, stay off our addictions because you can't handle them without your oat milk and your maple syrup. Not that it doesn't sound delicious, but it shouldn't sound delicious. And this reality moment has been brought to you by the makers of the Razorblade Diaries, which I found out from Facebook is turning 12 this week. 12! I think you can get married in Kentucky at 12. Not that you'd want to. But yeah, man. Happy birthday, diaries.
just a bit take him into his office and explain how it's going to actually work. So, I, ha- I have a pile of papers here on the desk for the box, and I grabbed the wrong thing, the wrong notes. I grabbed the wrong notes saying for the housekeeping. So, just very quickly, uh, that is not the new episode of the Top 20. Big Pink Loser is the new episode of the Top 20, which is out. And I just talk about how basically how worn out I am uh, from just trying to stay alive and a bunch of caution, dust bowl and stuff, and Luke from Happy Dave's is in the interview this past Monday, uh, discussions and drinks is condiments here in A, uh, and then they have Spencer uh, from Under Oath is seven questions for tomorrow, uh, so check that out, that means I think that the full interview will be Monday, if you're a fan of Under Oath like I am, you'll be sure to check that out, so, uh, oh well. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, there's a new song from a group or a person called Your Broken Hero. Uh, they did a duet with the dudes from Newfound Glory. I caught it on Spotify this week. I dug it. I grabbed it. And it's next. On the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man. It's a little under oath. You can check out the uh, seven questions with Spencer on Big is My Podcast. Seven questions tomorrow. 
at some point tomorrow day. I think it's tomorrow day. So check that out before you head on out to Beery's. Or not. Check it out over the weekend. But I'm pretty sure their full interview usually releases the following Monday. So be sure and check that out. Uh, do you remember a couple weeks ago I was reading a little bit of an article about Bring Me the Horizon and how they were saying that they're not looking to sort of like do the heavy stuff and they were playing that. Uh, I was playing that new pop song like Lost, which I just think is awesome. Like I was saying that uh, it sounds like Bring Me the Horizon has been listening to a lot of My Chemical Romance, which works just fine for me. Uh, but uh, they said they, did, they were just going to stay away from the heavy stuff for a little while. And I think somebody should have told them that because this is what came out this week. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Man. <laughs> I have to say, Q drops some crazy knowledge sometimes in the chat here. 99WNRR.com. Uh, he says, sometimes I do some cool stuff at work, but then I get uh, rewarded with having to do more of it. Man, and there... <laughs> I don't know if there's any more mad truths out there than that. <laughs> like, dude, that happens to me every week. <laughs> every week. Like, I do some, like, really, like, I didn't even think I could do that. And then I do that, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. Can you also do this? It's like, hey, man, I'm in the middle of my goddamn victory lap with this thing that I just did. How about you, like... Let me get a Gatorade and some orange slices, and then we'll talk about your new thing. I, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, do this thing. Like I, I always thought, I always thought I was pretty well hydrated. I drink more water than literally any person that I know. I always have. It's just something that I, I do and I like, and I, you know, anybody that knows me knows. Like I always have like water near me. Uh, you know, I it's just, you know, anybody that's seen a Rebel 9 show has seen, like, my blue, uh, my blue, um, I don't even know what I would call it, jug? I guess jug that I always just have with me. Um, but, um, so, I just, I never really gave it much of a thought. Like, I, I don't have, I don't have a hydration problem, or at least I didn't think so. And I may not still, but I'm trying something new. Uh, so I was... Uh, watching something about um, just just sort of like weight loss specifically and some of the some of the things that can kind of assist that are like outside of the box because like my number one issue is is stress like I think I think anybody that knows me would just double down on that and say like that's it yeah and if I could like just hang out in a forest for a little while like you know I'm thinking three four years I you know probably drop the weight because I'm also too lazy to catch anything to eat so I'd be eating a lot of tree bark which hopefully has cocoa in it so. but I don't really know how any of that works um, but one of the things especially because of my ultra advanced age and in, like accelerated ultra advanced weight lately um in conjunction with a lot of the new medicines I have to be taking. Now, I don't like taking medicines, and I know I've been saying that forever, and it's always been true, but I realize, like, aside from my thyroid, which I've been, you know, dealing with for, I don't know, upwards of a decade at this point, I really have been taking a lot of kidney medicines. And I will say, in a virtually ridiculously stupid um, stance, because I was in so much pain from from the kidney stones, because I did not like they they came out the hard way. You know what I mean? Like 
and had to go to the hospital twice and have surgeries twice and anesthesia twice. Like, that's bad. Like, that is, like, you talk about people living in fear. Like, that is something I live in fear of. Like, it actually, my heart is elevated right now, just thinking about it. And at that time, I really would take anything. Anything, like, what's going to keep this from happening? This, I'll take this. And I really, like, I knew in the back of my head, and I, and I knew, like, that they were, you know, problematic because of what they do, especially because they're generally diuretics and stuff like that. Um, but, man, I have, like, just playing around, which I do not recommend, by the way. Do not get your medical advice from the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Please, people, I'm just telling anecdotal stories. But by playing around with some of the medicines that I've been using lately, I have been finding differences in the way my body is responding. And that traditionally is how I used to approach supplements and medicines and anything. Like just being aware of how it affects your body and being able to be like, I don't like that or this is the problem or whatever. Like I know that uh, like I was on uh, I was on allopurinol for a little while for the kidney stuff. And it basically just removes any trace of B12 from your body. And you need B12 to be alive. Like, it's important. It's one of the reasons we know that vitamin's name, right? <laughs> like, anything that you've heard of like that and know, like, it's probably pretty important. Like, if you've heard of, you know, heard of vitamin C, obviously, you know, a lot of the Bs and probably magnesium and fish oil. Like, the reason you've heard those is because they're super important. So, I figured that out. And I literally could barely get up off the floor sometimes because of that. And I stopped taking all years ago. And it didn't seem to help my kidney stones anyway. But like, so I've been messing with some of the medicine. So I was, I was looking into other things that like, I realized my metabolism is being slowed down, but a lot of other processes are being affected by the medicines that I'm on. I don't like that. So I was doing, doing some research and I realized that because I'm a lot heavier now, my actual water requirements or recommendations have changed. And so like, you know, I'm probably good. I'm probably good for almost a gallon of water a day. Like, that's probably what I was drinking. But because, you know, I'm heavier now, like, I need to actually up that. And so what I've been doing for the past several days, and I'm going to continue doing, is I have this jug that my my oldest had gotten me, uh, I think for Christmas. And it's a 64-ounce jug of water. Or a jug, and it holds whatever. It's actually a really cool one. Like, I, you know, also not a sponsor, but this uh, Reduce Company... Um, it's a 64-ounce giant jug. It could do hot or cold. You can drink from it, or the top converts to a cup. Like, I totally recommend it. Um, uh, oh, by the way, Bill, excellent point. Celery sticks and cucumber slices are good substitutes. I cannot have cucumbers uh, or celery. Uh, when I was on, and this is something, and I can't blame it specifically on the antidepressants that I was on and any anti-anxiety meds, but before then, I could eat cucumbers. Now I cannot eat them anymore. In fact, if I have celery or cucumbers, I will burp incessantly for hours, sometimes a full day. Uh, it is incredibly disruptive to my digestive system. But yes, those those foods are very good for, for water uh, as well. Um, also, um, so yeah, so anyways, I have this 64-ounce jug, and I'm trying to drink three of them a day. Uh, I've been doing it for the past couple days. It's been fine. Um, I find that I tend to chug water more, and I also find that since I'm carrying around a 64-ounce jug instead of a 20-ounce cup like I usually do, I don't. I run out of water way less, so I end up drinking more. Because there's times, like, I work in the basement, so like there's times, like, I'll look, and my cup will be empty. I'm like, you know, I'm not thirsty enough to go upstairs and go get more water. So this removes that. So it's been, been super easy, but I just realized that, like, 
even somebody that drinks as much water as I do was probably not drinking enough water. So uh, I'm shooting for way more water than I need, mainly because I'm trying to flush out my kidneys so I don't actually have to take the kidney stone medicine anymore. Because, like, wouldn't that be awesome if I could get off all that? I mean, I wouldn't mind necessarily taking just the potassium citrate because I do need potassium and I can use it for other things. But if I can get off, like, the stuff that's, like, also a blood pressure medicine, which I don't need, then maybe I can try and do that. I'd be very happy to do that. So I'm sort of overshooting my goal. No, I'm not looking to drown in my own body. I'm not an idiot. Uh, but, you know, so I was thinking maybe I would suggest that to everybody. And the rule of thumb that this guy had, he's like, basically take your weight. Uh, you do not need to post it in the chat. Take your weight, cut it in half, divide or divide it by two, and then add 32 ounces to that. Like, do that in ounces. So, like, if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be drinking 100 ounces plus 32. It's 132 ounces just north of a gallon of water. Just fresh, clean water every day. If you want to, you can add some Himalayan salt to it because that has some uh, micronutrients in it that are good for a lot of the processes that are going on in your body. But... You should probably see what your actual amount is and see how things improve inside of a week. Because, who knows, maybe it's the uh, it's the missing component. It couldn't hurt, is what I'm saying. And I'm sorry I took you on that journey. I did not mean to talk about it that long. What I did want to talk about is, for whatever reason, yesterday, I decided that I, wa- I this, this song just popped into my head. And I was like, the last time I heard this song, I think I was in my basement and high in seventh grade. So I would have been 12. Wow, is that true? Yeah. I was a year ahead. I would have been 12. Seventh grade, my basement in Northport, over in the Crab Meadow area, listening to what I thought was one of the coolest songs ever by one of the coolest people ever. And I'm here to tell you that neither of those things remains true. (laughs) But it was a fun journey down memory lane. I thought I'd grab it for you. If you ever wanted to know what junior high school DJ was listening to long before the box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. As I said a million times, there's a million ways, well, mainly like ten ways, to get music here on the Hard Rock Lunchbox, one of which is to send in something you're listening to that you like and think is cool and you think the box would like and think is cool. Although, maybe the box would like something without them thinking it's cool, or they could think it's cool without them liking it. The box is very fickle like that, and that's okay. Point is, Jimmy sent this one in. He said he kind of liked it. I listened to it. It reminded me very, very old Smashing Pumpkins, but not quite exactly that. I don't even know how to pronounce this chick's name. She looks... I'm going to go Japanese, but like I'm really bad at that, so I'm not going to try and wade into any sort of discriminatory territory, because honestly, who needs that? I do know the title is Sulky Baby, and that's good enough for me. And it's good enough for the box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. I know we have mixed opinions on Lacuna Coil, and I really, really did not like them so much until they released their remake. Uh, they redid their album 20 years uh, after after coming out. But now I'm starting to hear a lot of new stuff from them that I kind of like. So I'm going to run this through the filter and see what you all think. It's never done. Lacuna Coil on the box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. 
little Silverstein for you. So, I've got a new song here from a new band. I don't think I've ever... Actually, I can I can check this. Before, before I lie to you, looking up the band Fever333. Nope, never played them before. So I have, a, I have a song called Swing, Swing with a Dollar Sign. Anytime you make it more difficult to find, like I know I, like I'm a huge fan and personally appreciate that. So thank you very little for that. But, but it, I came up on my Spotify. I'm not entirely sure why. It might be because I've been listening to a lot of this kind of music lately. I, I don't know for sure. But I will tell you, this song has such a catchy hook. That every time I was like, meh, and the hook came in, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would normally ask if this boxes, and, like, I would have all you guys weigh in. And you are more than welcome to weigh in, obviously, here at 99WNRR.com. Uh, you can be part of the conversation. But, like, I know in my heart this 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 bad boy boxes. Faux show. Faux show. Hard rock lunch box. All right. So, this next song I got here, I have mixed feelings about. It was interesting, and I, and I only heard it because uh, the dude from We Came As Romans is helping out vocally on it. <clears throat> That's how it got to my feet. Uh, the chick's name, the, the singer, uh, her name is Harper, or that's the name she goes by. Now, I don't know, like, apparently Harper's like a big deal from like the American who's got talent kind of... Thing, but I, I don't watch any of those shows, so I don't know any of the people on it. But other people might be familiar. I was not. And apparently the big deal is because she's a hardcore singer. And at the time, she was 10. The song she just put out uh, with a dude from uh, We Came As Romans is called Weight of the World. This chick is 11 years old and is singing like a truly seasoned professional. I don't know what to make of it because I don't honestly think any 11-year-old should be that angsty or that whatever. But talent is talent, and she's definitely got talent. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's my parental whatever kicking in, but I definitely felt a little weird about it. And, uh, like, she's not, she's not being sexualized at all, but I feel like that's just a matter of time. And, I don't know, I'm probably just being overprotective. So I'm just going to play the song. And maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. But again, chick's name is Harper. Check her out. If you like the sound, it's way to the world on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Always hard to find a rancid song you don't like. And uh, it just got one song harder. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Man, I am so grateful to be, like, almost over this cold, but I am feeling it so hard in my throat. And no, I'm not freezing. I mean, actually, yes, there's actually a penis in my throat. I kid! I kid! <laughs> just trying to just trying to get through. I will say I'm really looking forward to Saturday for literally no reason other than I don't think I have to do anything. And, man, have I earned it. <laughs> man so funny like of all the people that are sick of themselves Beartooth said it best but I feel like I said it also is good Hard Rock Lunch Box 
Yeah, man, that sound means only one thing. It's time for your weekly Craving of the Week. I do not know the concert schedule for Craving Strange this week, uh, this year, uh, but I do know they have two shows with us on the calendar. One of them is coming up, what, tomorrow night? Shocker. So if you want to see us along with Craving Strange and, of course, Something Heavy and uh, Born of Scars tomorrow night at Mr. Beery's is the place to be. Music starts at 9, probably goes to about 12, 31 o'clock. We'll get you home in a reasonable hour. Uh, it's going to be a great night of music for sure. Like I said, all the bands are going to do like a great job because we just generally always do. But it's a total no-pressure gig, so there's going to be like no bullshit, no drama, no egos, no, none of that stuff. So We're just looking to have a really good time. Uh, I hope everybody can come out and check it out and just be part of it. We don't get to do as many of these as we used to, and we don't get to do as many of these as we would even like to. So don't sleep on this. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I can't promise they're going to play this song, so I'll just uh, I'll get you covered now. Martians definitely make this better. I'm sure of it. And I think Jimmy would agree. Waiting in line for the right time. It never seems to come. Watching the lights, looking for landslides. Buried under waiting for some. Someone to break these walls, negate these falls. Can you just save my life? Give it a try. And me want you say Waiting for signs is a lifetime of getting up the courage to jump, closing your eyes, dropping a lifeline. I hope someone is pulling me up. Someone who breaks these falls and makes me strong. Will you just save my life and bury the lies? And me want you say.
Thursday with us here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. This applause is for you. We'll be doing this again next Thursday, roughly around noon. If you're in the area tomorrow night, thinking between 9 and midnight, please stop by Mr. Beery's on Hempstead Turnpike in Bethpage. Ten bucks will get you in the door. Bands are all splitting all the money, so don't worry about who you're there to see. Just come and have yourselves a really good time. And uh, check out some new material from us. Hopefully check out some new material from other bands. Maybe see bands you haven't seen in a while, but absolutely just come hang out. Have a good time. It'll be good to see you, I'm sure. And it'll certainly be good to see be seen by you, something we just don't get to do all that often these days, which sucks. But thank you again for listening to The Box. Do it again next week. Have yourself a great weekend. And, uh, I don't know, here's something to dance your way out with, I think. See ya. Hard Rock Lunch Box.